Blog Talk Radio.
Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ravenda with Mingles on Network Radio, bringing you an afternoon of jazz. Uh, that was actually the John Parker Quartet and a little piece called Bash Hurt, and that was a nice piece. Uh, today's guest will be Pablo Batista, very uh, well-known percussionist, musician, uh, very talented man. He will be with us in a few minutes. Uh, we're going to be playing some music and discussing his, his career and his history and some current projects he's working with. We're also going to be talking with uh, James Dennis. Uh, he was a previous guest on our show. He's working on a really huge music project in Philadelphia uh, under uh, his group, as well as uh, the Philadelphia Clef Club for Jazz and Performing Arts. So uh, what we'll do is just chill out this this early afternoon with the rain outside. It's a perfect day to have some jazz. So I'm going to go and give you some more jazz, and uh, we're going to just get this thing started. This is a piece called Oblivion.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Oblivion by the Tango Republica. Very nice piece. I am uh, pleased to bring a wonderful guest to our show. Um, While we're waiting for him, Mr. Pablo Batista, we're going to talk more about uh, how you can get your music on a Mingle Zone Network radio. All you have to do is email me at ravenda 26 at yahoo.com. It's R-A-V-E-N-D-A 26 at yahoo.com. Just email me your request to be on the radio. What I'll need from you is a short biography, uh, about three music tracks in MP3 form, and one or two pictures of yourself, more recent pictures or a picture of you performing. You can also send a video if you like, and we'll be happy to review it and put you into our schedule. Mingle Zone Network Radio also works with uh, different types of genres of music, uh, from rap, hip-hop, and rock and roll, to jazz, neo-soul, spoken word, R&B, just about anything out there. Our main position here is to help promote music artists, whether you're an experienced music artist or if you're just trying to get out there, you don't have the right connections, what we do is help you to get your music out there promoted because you more than likely won't be able to get involved with the mainstream radio. So you will probably want to come here and try to build your fan base up on the Internet. Uh, what that does is allow you to be able to uh, get a lot of listeners through you know, marketing, through your MySpace page, your Facebook, Twitter, all those tools are very helpful when people are trying to become musicians. And we can help as well. We have a lot of uh, events coming up. We'll be participating in a music series event that will be held in Philadelphia. Uh, our guest, James Dennis, will be on later to talk more about that. Uh, we're going to try to get some backstage information with uh, some of the groups. We'll try to do an interview with a few of those guys. And they'll also be here on our radio show. Uh, look for them towards the middle part of the spring. Also, uh, we are starting a talent show for all musicians that are inexperienced but uh, just not signed and unmanaged because we want to help you get those things to make your goals an accomplishment. So it will be an Internet talent show, very similar to American Idol. The uh, viewers will be judging you as well as our uh, assigned judges within the uh, organization. Um, Look for that to be coming about towards uh, the end of June. We'll be working on that. We'll start accepting uh, your music, your videos, your pictures, your profiles. And there will be a website, so just make sure you're tuning into our main music website, Street Scribes Connect, and that's www.streetscribes, S-C-R-I-B-E-S, Connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, dot Ning, dot com. And you can find all the information there. You will probably be advised to go and set up a profile on that site because many of our industry uh, contacts do go to the site to review uh, the artists that are on there. Um, Just set up your own page with pictures, music, information, events that you're 
participating in. That would be something to help you get more recognition as we advertise all over the Internet for our website and our radio show. While we're still waiting for Mr. Batista to come in, we're going to go and play something uh, that we wanted to play before, but we had some technical difficulties of Mr. James Dennis' um, music. Uh, here's a, a nice piece called Parati. Uh, he's part of a Latin band called Centron, now playing in Philadelphia. And you can look him up on Google. You can also uh, visit his webpage at www.myspace.com forward slash James Dennis. So I'll go ahead and put on parity.
Hello. Hello, Pablo Batista speaking. Hi, Pablo. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here. It's nice to be here. <laughs> I know it's pretty early in the afternoon, but, uh, you know, I'm glad that you could join us. Um, we like to have, you know, a, var- a variety of time frames for our shows, so, you know, it's basically whatever is comfortable for our guests. All right. so ladies and gentlemen, um, my very accomplished musician for over 30 years, Mr. Pablo Batista. He's also the recipient of the Distinguished Pew Fellowship Awards of Folk Arts and has recorded with greats like Phyllis Hyman, Alicia Keys, Jill Scott, Grover Washington, Eddie Palmieri, amongst a whole lot of other people. So we are very honored to have you here today. All right. It's nice to be here. I have a few listeners um on the chat, and then we have a lot of people listening in on the, on the radio today. Great. So, um, Pablo, tell me um, a little bit about your history with uh, jazz and where you with, started. Wow. We started, um, uh, you know, basically my daddy and my mom were from Puerto Rico, and I was born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, so like it's a steel mill town. So I, I grew up with everything. I grew up with salsa. I grew up with... Oh, everything, you know, the, the Jackson 5, Santana, all the rock stuff, Boston, everything, everything, Deep Purple, the whole nine. It goes on and on and on. And so it was pretty eclectic coming up. But my roots were always the Afro-Caribbean stuff. And as I got older, I just I realized as a musician that I had to really, you know, just dive into the folklore and study and, and work really hard. And it's, you know, it pays off. It pays off. So now, what was it that drew you to the instruments that you play now? Oh, I don't know. God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've always been, you know, just one of these kids that bounced off the walls. You know, I've always had a lot of energy. I played sports. always played football. I wrestled. I played bad. I tried everything. I tried soccer. I tried everything. It was, you know. But the drum was always the one that attracted me. So I started really at nine. And then I um, I started studying formally with this guy Miguel Candia, who was at the time, you know, had history with Tito Puente. Had played in his band in Puerto Rico. He's a really amazing congo player, who had moved to Bethlehem and worked with my father. My father met him, and so he um, he gave me a couple of lessons, and and that was it. I was off and running, and that was uh, wow, a long time ago. So I've been on the wow, same path, been, doing my thing. Yeah, you've been doing this for a long time. So now, how did you get involved, you know, with the, like, say, the beginning with the artist that you started playing with when you did your your first show? Well, my first show, like, as a kid or as a, um, as more on a professional level? As a professional. Um, One of my big breaks came... Which actually was the biggest one was came from a uh, a man that was managing Gene Carn, and I was working while at Temple, working towards my bachelor's degree, which I which I got in '85. Um, I was working the year before I graduated for the Urban Coalition, and I, Mr. Bill Keys, I was working under him. Really great guy. I don't I don't know if he's still around, but he was a really great great guy, great mentor. And um, I gave him a tape that I had did at Temple, a little 8-track tape of me doing a bunch of folkloric stuff, rumba stuff, 6-8, a 
I like a lot of stuff back then. And he heard it, and he's like, wow, this is great. And he said, I know somebody I can give this to. So he gave it to, um, oh, God, I can't remember his name. but And I forgive. Um, I hope he doesn't get mad. But anyway, he was, at the time, Gene Carnes' manager. And Grover Washington was producing Gene Carnes' record, Closer Than Close. I don't know if that one, that was a pretty big R&B hit in Philly. Yeah, I remember that. Well, that was my first song I ever recorded mm. on it. Grover, uh, anyway, the tape got to Grover, and he heard it, and he called me immediately. and said, yo, why don't you come over to the studio? And this was Alpha by the airport. So I jumped in the cab. I mean, I was in, I was at Temple, broke, poor. I didn't have no money. My equipment was all raggedy. I was a typical college student, you know, <laughs> scraping money for a cheap steak, let alone a cab ride. <laughs> and um, so I, you know, I basically, you know, I jumped in the cab, scraped up my money, went down there. It was like a twenty-two dollar, twenty-three dollar cab ride, and 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 I had to do it back. But I threw my stuff in the studio, and Grover was right there, and I set up in the studio and played. He was like, "Man, you're great. Come back tomorrow." And I was like, "Oh, wow. great! I got excited, so I had to call the cab back to get me again." <laughs> <laughs> but I was so excited that I just, you know, I got home, and uh, and the next day I did the same exact thing, and that's the. The first track that I did was Closer Than Close. I remember that, man. That was great. And then right after we did that, I went and he asked me to go out to the, to do like three weeks of work at the Blue Note and at Blue's Alley. The Blue Note in, in, in New York and, and Blue's Alley in D.C. So I was like, yeah, let's go. I just went right with him. Boom. We did some live shows, great, just right in everybody's face. That was my introduction to the real heavy level of music. And and then, you know, as the story goes on, I was just subbing. <laughs> I thought I had the gig with Grover full time after that, but in reality, I didn't. I was, had just been subbing for, at the time, percussionist Miguel Fuentes. And um, so I thought when I came back to Philly, I said, all right, well, now what do I do? So I um, I started hustling in studios, and I went and ran into this dude named Nick Martinelli, who was a producer in Philly. And I just said, yo, dog, I just got done working with Grover and Gene, and, you know, I need some work. I know you're producing. You know, here, here's some tapes. And, you know, like a week later, he called me up, and I was on Gladys Knight's record. Boom. You know, and then and then then he turned me on to I did it. Then he called me back and I did a Regina Bell record, and that was um yeah um show me the way <laughs> anyway that was a hit. Show me that was the first big hit, and I was on that. She dug me a lot, and she took me right on tour. Boom! I started working with her touring. So I worked with her and, and her brother Bernard, and the drummer was Abe Fogel, and some really cool people. And I, you know, I worked with her for a couple of years. And then while I was working with her, I ran into, you know, as you work, the more you work, the more people see you out there. And then I landed a gig with Phyllis Hyman, and I started touring with her, and spent a bunch of years with her, and. And then George Howard, who passed away as well, 
And then, um, oh, man, a whole bunch of people in these years. Um, Gerald LeVert, toured with him. Then I did four years with this legend who just passed away this past week, the great Manny O'Kendall, Manny O'Kendall from Conjunto Libre. Oh. Yeah, and um, he just passed, and he was my mentor as well. I, I I did like four years with him. Andy was the MD, and and that's where I really got my you know that the, the a lot of discipline. We we anybody that comes out of there is coming out out of the University of of Libre. It's like a uh, that's like a PA. It's like coming out of Art Blakey School. You know, I compare the two all the time. It's just like in historic in history, all the amazing musicians that came out of Art Blakey's band. Um, Manuel Kendall has had the same phenomena occur. A lot of amazing musicians. A lot, a lot, a lot of gangs, you know, and, and people need to research it. Manuel Kendall, Conjunto Libre. What a legend. So, you know, it's been a great ride. And Grover, my boy Grover, you know, I spent the longest time, because in 19, I had started in 85 with him, right out of when, right when I got out of college. And then, and then, um, from 85 to 90, I was on my own. So I had been working with Phyllis and, uh, oh, Jeffrey Osborne. That's the other one I went out with. I went out with Jeffrey for like three years. He had a record year. Oh, she's on the left, she's on the... It wasn't a big hit, but but it was... Um, it was. I loved working with him. And what a great, great, great experience that was. What a great gentleman. I love him. I still love him, man. I hear his music every day. I go crazy. And... um and Gerald Levert, another one. I mean, I'm trying to think of the people because it's been a, a long time ago. Yeah, um, so many. <laughs> yeah, there's so some good many ones, eh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, very. And, I'm, I mean, I'm very sad to not have most of those artists anymore because, yeah, um, me too. you know, we, we really need, especially the ones that left us at such a young age, we could have really used them. Phyllis and Gerald. Gerald. Gerald, was, Gerald was such a, an amazing performer, man. Yes, we does. would rock. Oh, I loved working with Gerald Levert, man. He would rock, go down and be on his knees and slide across the stage. We would and, and let the cats play. He would let us play. You had to, you had to be a player. You could not be in that band and not be a player. My boy Randy Bowen was MD, and and man, it was it was it was slamming. It was a great experience. I got to meet his daddy and the cats on the OJs, and and that was cool. And we did a bunch of shows opposite of them, and you know it was just. Just awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. But another, you know, and another girl I didn't mention was a girl named Diane Reeves. I worked with her. Oh, we know Diane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she was cool too, man. And so, you know, it's been a a really great journey. And, and, um, you know, it's been also a long um, process of studying and working hard to be, to stay where you're at and get better. Not, not Not regress, but progress. And that's where my head's been at. And and till this day, you know, I mean, I just got home in December. I just did a um, a world tour with Alicia Keys. We, you know, it was a we did over 103 concerts in 30 countries all over the world, and over 2.5 million people saw us, and it was just amazing. It was. And then I had really worked on it because I had opened up also with the. Her her background singer she has one of the background singers is a, a, this guy named Jermaine Paul which everyone wants to check out. He's an amazing singer songwriter. He's kind of like coming from the Richie Havens kind of school, 
singer-songwriter with the guitar, jeans, and his boots, and just go out and rock. And I, I played the cajon. It was just basically me and him. And then a couple times, the other cats in the band, Alicia's band, came in and sat in, like Andre Gill, RMD, and, 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 and a couple of the other guys. But um, Eli Ward, who's a tech who played guitar, who's a good friend of mine, he sat in with us. But basically, it was just me and him, and we opened up like another 70 dates. So we opened up for Alicia for 70 shows out of like 103 or something. So I was like doing double duty, running back and forth, and <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> wow. It was real cool. It was real cool. I love I love working with Alicia because she's a just she's a consummate artist, man. She is she's such a historical figure, man. It's it's nice to she be is. part of that. Very well admired. Now going back to Grover. Yeah. What since that was really early in your career. What was it that you got from him? You know, what kind of instruction or or skill that you learned from him? Because a lot of times when you have a mentor, you pick up on some of their their you know practices and and, and you know the way they they do their performances. What did you pick up from Grover? I picked up a lot. I can never even come close to his his his, his class. He's just a classy guy. Oh man, he was just. Uh, he, for me, he was like a, a big brother, father, mentor kind of guy, but yet musician, like consummate musician, the, the, one of the best in the world, man. I, people so underestimate him, and and you know he was a, he was a godfather of that whole movement of smooth jazz, and he he was the one. He's the one that started that whole thing with Mr. Magic. He he just broke down a whole bunch of walls, and you still hear Mr. Magic, and that was done in the seventies, early seventies. He his dignity and his class, and just the way he dealt with people and his professional. He was very humble, but man, when you walk on stage on stage with him, you better give a rock because it's that's it. There's nothing else, and he doesn't just grab you. You have to go through a screening process. I mean, shoot, I worked with this guy for five years before I can get in his band full full time. Wow! But, but when I got in his band full time. It lasted till the end, and I was with him like a few minutes before he passed. And man, he was ah man, what a what a hole in my heart he left. He was great. Now we we lost another one um, that I, is one of my ultimate favorites, Miss Phyllis Hyman. Oof. And uh, yeah. I really wish that she was still here because. You know, yeah, there's a lot of singers young. out there, but she's like one of the best, and we could have really had her, and you know, really inspire a lot of future female, uh, you know, performers because these girls today do not, they can't come close to Phyllis, and yeah. it would be great to have her as a mentor even now. So, how was it working with her? Oof, she was she was tough, man. Phyllis was a tough girl to work with. She was great. I, I like my see my experience has been so good with I I have a tough time talking bad about people <laughs> or, or saying anything because they were really great when I look back at everything it's just they're all been really she was classy she was a really sophisticated classy girl and man I mean we went on stage with tuxedos on every night you know what I mean that was her vibe she was just class and she and and strong oh man I mean her voice was just, and just very distinctly, she had a voice in history. In American history, when she opened her mouth, everybody will know that that's Phyllis Hyman. Just like Grover, when he touched his horn, everybody knew it was Grover. Just like Manny O'Kendall, who when he touched his timbales, 
Nobody in the world sounds like Manuel Kendall on timbales. These people are people with voices that are like just amazing. And to get a little snapshot in my mind of them and then be around them for two seconds in history has been really crazy and, and great. I love it, you know. But she passed way too soon, and she was she, she her shows were great. I mean, she she's just amazing artist, man. You know, you know. And I knew she, you know, she was going through things. I seen, I was there when she was going through things. Um. You know, but all I remember were a lot of a couple a couple concerts that were a little crazy that you know crazy things happened. One at the man I can remember particularly, you know, she came out a little late and it kind of upset a lot of people. But she caught some people bootlegging her T-shirt in the audience. <laughs> when I did, told her and, to stop the, it. <laughs> in the parking lot, so she jumped out the limo. <laughs> so the story goes. So I think that's what kind of held up the show a little. Bit. <laughs> Phillips wasn't playing that. It's all about business, you know. You can't just go take advantage. Yeah, Phillips wasn't playing that, man. I can't hate her for that. When I heard the story, I, you know, I was on stage vamping. We were the band was vamping and vamping and vamping. We vamped and vamped for like thirty minutes. <laughs> oh my God! God bless the soul. She was great. What a another another. But you know. History's full of people like that, you know, and I, I'm, I'm kind of just blessed to be around, have had the experience with them, and, 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 but we got a really cool thing going on coming up, man. That I want to talk about is um, coming up at the Clef Club on, on, on the 23rd of this month. We got my boys together, me, Jimmy, and Tony, Jimmy Lopez, and Tony, and Tony, Tony Perez came up with this idea because back in the day I used to go to New York and so did Tony and Jimmy's from New York. We I used to go to the Village Gate and check out, you know, um, um, South Miss Jazz. I think they called it South Miss Jazz. But, man, it was so awesome because you had all the amazing Latin bands there with these incredible jazz cats like Fathead Newman and all these just... You know McCoy Tyner and, and and with Puentes Orchestra and this I mean just just amazing combinations of jazz cats with the Latin cats and it just turned into this really amazing genre that's never been really explored. Not given the history, not I don't think it's given been given the the proper respect of the two genres coming together. It's just like a, an embracing of African American art with with Afro Cuban Afro Caribbean art. And and it's not received, I think, uh, in my mind. I'm sorry, I'm opinionated. But anyway, um, just just I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you have something coming up on April twenty third. Twenty third. That's right. That's right. The Clef Club. And so we so we just brought the concept back up to Philadelphia, and you know we we went back and we we um you know Tony talked to 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 James Dennis who works who's working at the Clef Club and. He talked to Ashuna, and, and next thing you know, it's like we went in and had a meeting and said, "Yo, let's do this. Let's let's do a Latin meets jazz series." I had just came home off the tour, so Tony was like, "Yo, you home? Cool. You home for a while?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm home for the summer." So, um, you know, and I said, "Yeah, let's put this little thing together, try to create a little stimulus program, like 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 Obama said, like like Obama said, let's you know everybody get up and try to make something happen." And that's what we did. We just right. got up off our behinds and said, "Went down there." And had meetings and, and 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 hashed it out and argued and this and that and blah 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 and, <laughs> and and next thing you know we have a great great little series going on. 
and I'm really excited to be a part of it. Um, the band is really cool. Um, we have um, some really good musicians like um, um, Francois Salas, Salles, I'm sorry, Francois Salles on drums. He's from, from Cuba, and he plays in town a lot with Alo Brasil and a whole bunch of people. He's an awesome drummer. Right? I'm looking forward to working with him. We got Jimmy Lopez, who's a musical director on, on, on keyboards, and he's writing a lot of the charts and directing. Then we have Tony Perez, who plays bass and guitar and sings lead. And then I'm going to hold down the congas and the percussion stuff. <laughs> and um, and then I'm looking gonna... forward to it. I'll be there. Yeah, well, good. I'm well. That's right. We're gonna get you working then. Um, and then we got we got um we got um um on the on the horns we have Mr. Bill Murray on on saxophones and and, and flute. And also we have um, Stan Slaughter on trumpet and flugel. And then we're going to have a bunch of different surprises going down the line because this is like a 10-week series, and, and I'm just real grateful that the Clef Club and, and the new management there had the vision to, to, to go even go in pocket because they, they're going in pocket for this to make this happen. And no one's really getting too much money on this. We're just going out there and having to, making something happen and, and, and try to get folk out there and come out and, and, and have a good time and it's not, it doesn't cost a lot of money but you're going to get some world class world class Philadelphia Latin meets jazz musicians and, you know and, and, and I'm excited the lineup is really cool the first ones we got um, coming up is Clifford Adams and then we got um, um, John Blake and then we have um, Monette Suller and then we have Bootsy Barnes we have uh, a whole bunch of people I'm, I'm, I'm even missing a whole bunch and I'd love to see Joey DeFrancesco get on there. And there's a whole bunch of people I would love to see get on this list and just come on in and, and just kick it on a Thursday night. And then we got a dance floor down there. And the Clef Club's set up nicely with the tables and the different tiers. And, and the, the, the the layout is, is really cool. I like the layout. So I'm excited. I'm excited to, to, to go down there. Well, what we plan on doing is to help you guys out with promotion. Uh, James uh, going to be on later to tell us some more, but we're going to be uh, just interviewing some of the, the musicians that will be participating so we can keep the word out over the time of your series uh, schedule. Good. And uh, we'll be advertising all over it. And we'll cover all your Internet <laughs> advertising for you. Nice. And any Thank other you. things we can do to pass the word, you know, we will because we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, you know, when we first heard that the Cuff Club was going to be doing something special for us. Mm-hmm. And so we appreciate you coming on to tell us about it. And yeah. uh, we look forward to having you back on and talking with us more with other musicians. What I want to do is ask you a question about one of your um, songs, something that I really, really love. When I listened to it, I was like, mm. And then and I thought about it, too, because I was in the Italian market, or the former Italian market, last uh, night. Uh, uh, <laughs> and it's a song you have called Italian Market. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me about that? How you got that together? Yeah, that's a tune that that's a tune that was inspired by the bass the bassist. My bassist on the record, um, Howard Britz, a British a British young fellow who was just great, 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 great guy, great spirit. And he had lived down towards the Italian market, so he came up with the tune but he didn't we didn't really know what to do with it because it wasn't <laughs> It was kind of like, uh, you know, boom, 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 boom. You know, it was like, oh, Lord, what we going He said, no, but, and I, and so I, but he was such a, he had such a cool vibe. So 
I remember this tune. He came over to my living room and we sat there and we just hashed out hashed out the parts and, and then all of a sudden we uh uh it turned out to what we recorded, you know. We just went in the studio and just knocked it out. And um it was, you know, he was, he was, he's it's his tune uh done a little you know, in my style. <laughs> <laughs> so, um you know, it's, it's, that's that's what I can just say about it. Yeah, that's what I remember being in my living room, and that, and I got to tell you, that was many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take a couple minutes to play it for our audience, and then uh, we'll come back and ask you some more questions. You know about other music that you've done. You can just tell us what your favorites out of all the things that you performed were. <laughs> Um, so if you want to grab some water for the next couple of minutes. Cool. And uh, we're going to go ahead and throw that on for you. All right. Thanks.
Okay, and that was Italian Market. I really like that. Yeah, you cut it on right on my solo. <laughs> oh, did I? Wow. We're going to play it some more, though. That's We're going to play some more. <laughs> but got, the, beauty of Block Talk, the beauty of Block Talk Radio is whoever could get this up this afternoon to listen will be able to go on the site and download the player for this entire interview and upload it to their iTunes player and then transfer it over to their iPod so they can listen to you all day in the car, in the shower, wherever they go. You can't do that on mainstream radio. You got that right. That's pretty cool. Once you hear it and once it's gone, it's over. That's cool. <laughs> well, well, good. It gives people wow. a chance to hear a little bit of uh, some of my music that you know that I recorded. It didn't get a lot of it didn't get a lot of promotion when I did it, but it did help me, you know, um, win the, that Pew grant that you meant, talked about because um, it had some good examples of my work, and um, so it was successful for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you're very uh, well known in the in the jazz sector. So, you know, everything you do now, I don't care if you thought it was bad. Everybody else is gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, well. I think we have James on the line. And James, oh, nice. are you there? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Hello, Ravinda. What's happening, Pablo? Hey, what's up, James? Hey, man. I was listening to Italian Market, and I, I wish I had my horn with me. I'm ready to play now. Wow. It's a high track, man. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was that was a while ago, yeah. The music, man, the music lives on, man. The, music, the spirit and the fire of the music, man, you know, lives forever, man. It's still hot, no matter when it was recorded, man. Yep. I mean, you know the, you know the deal with that, man. I mean, we're still listening to Duke Ellington and Cal Basie. Like, it was, you know, they recorded it last week, man. The, the music is good and the music is hot. It's, it's, it's for, the, for, the, for the lifelong. Yes, sir. So... That's cool. nice, so how yeah. did how did you two um, come together? You know to work on the projects that you're working on right now. I think on the on this Latin uh, meets jazz series, um, I think we came together through mutual friends and musicians, and things just kind of, you know, it just it looks like a natural order of things, and now we're together. Um, I've often on played some played in different settings with. Pablo in the past, and um, Pablo has forever been one of my favorite uh, musicians uh, from Philadelphia. Always, I mean, oh, wow, it, it seems like seems like Pablo. I mean, from the moment he started playing, was like well respected and just well, I mean, well received and just, I mean, incredible. Anytime you you know, I would get a gig and Pablo was on the gig, it would be like, wow, okay better be ready you know he's a very serious musician with a very serious passion for the music and so when you're working with musicians you know on that vibe like, you have to be ready so you know great brother inspirational and you know most musicians that know Pablo know exactly what I'm talking about so it's an honor to be working uh, with Pablo on this Latin Meets Jazz series so whoa back at you man Back at you. I'm excited. I'm totally excited. That's great. So, James, how did you get into, you know, jazz, and how did you choose the instrument that you play now? Well, that started, I originally wanted to play saxophone back in grade school, way, way back in the grade school era. And um, 
there wasn't there weren't any um saxophones left but um um there was a trumpet a beat an old trumpet so I took it but at that time my mother was a very very intense music uh listener she had a great appreciation for jazz music and she used to always play this album Les McCann and Eddie Harris Swiss Movement and it had a trumpet player on that album by the name of Benny Bailey and his sound was just so vibrant and so live that I just listened to that over and over and over and over again and that just kept me just chasing his sound and chasing, you know, what he was doing on trumpet at the time just kept me kept me in it and now it's years, years later. And um don't regret a minute of it. I love playing trumpet. It's a challenge. It's one of the a very difficult instrument to mm-hmm. to really master and you really have to st- stay on top of it. You really have to take it serious and stay on top of it. So it keeps uh it keeps things interesting and it keeps the challenge going in my life and um it's got I you know I can appreciate something like that, so it's cool. So now, uh, what other artists have you performed with over the years? Well, currently, I always like to focus on like what I'm doing now, but I've done uh, uh, a lot of the uh, local work in Philadelphia with numerous uh, salsa bands and, and jazz jazz groups and kind of a lot of R&B most of uh, the Philly international groups and salsa groups I've performed with, um, Stylistics, uh, Harold Melvin, uh, salsa, you know, things like that. But I'm here to really talk about, like, what's happening right now. And what's happening right now is the Latin Meets Jazz series at the Clef Club. Um, I don't know if you, uh, if y'all have been talking about it, but it's a really exciting time at the Clef Club um, in anticipation of this event. I mean, we have the best local Latin musicians like in the area um, combined with the most outstanding jazz musicians, musicians such as John Blake Jr., world-renowned jazz violinist, uh, Mr. Bootsy Barnes, Miss Monette Sutler. We have uh, Mr. Uh, Bootsy Barnes. We have Greg Riley, Robert Landum. We just have fantastic musicians that will be participating as guest artists, playing with the Chambasone Ensemble, which is, um, you know, uh, the product of Mr. Pablo Batista. You know, so I'm really excited, and I really want to put let everyone know about this thing and um hopefully we'll be able to leave some information with you Ravinda that we could put on on the blog talk radio oh, site no and spread it around and let everyone know about this because I think it's a really special event and I really want everyone to 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 partake in this and it's a dance concert so we're going to be partying, we're going to be dancing and we want to be and the music is going to be on an extremely high level I mean it's, it happens, but it doesn't happen a lot when you have when you're able to, um, you know, participate in an event like this. But it's happening now, and we're proud of it, and we want the world to know about it. So, uh, as Pablo was telling us, it's starting on April 23rd. Uh, can you kind of give us a little bit more information, you know, like location, things like for the listeners? Right. Well, the Clef Club 
is located on Broad Street, 738 South Broad Street. It's right on the corner of Broad and Fitzwater. Um, doors open around 7 o'clock. I think we're going to open the doors at 7 o'clock, and we're going to start off with free uh, salsa dance lessons to get everyone prepared for the hot music that's about to go down. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a beautiful uh, facility with a, a really fantastic lounge so people will be able to... Um, you know, have some refreshment drinks, and, and the food is going to be fantastic. It's really going to be, you know, an, incre- an incredible event. I'm extremely proud of what's happening and the buzz that it's creating right now as we speak. Yeah, because Phil Dublin needs it. We need it. <laughs> oh, we, we really do. We do. Yeah, I yeah. that, because everything's all about, you know, hip-hop, and, and I appreciate all types of music. But I want to see some of the old classics that really get all the way through to your body, you know, through mm-hmm. your soul. You know, you listen to salsa, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. all kind of Latin music, you really just want to dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I do. Well, we're going to we're going to take it deeper. We're going to go we're going to start this we're going to I'm going to let the cat out of the bag, James. I don't care. Is that all right, though? Yeah, okay. Hey, man, do what you have to do, Pablo. <laughs> I'm trying to get it hyped up here. But we're going we're going we're going to open it up with some with some folklore from your, but we're going to open it up with some bata drumming and and some real afro afro stuff coming through you, uh-huh. some authentic drumming. Yeah. And then we're going to kick into the high energy, you know, you know the the whole thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. We're gonna open it up right. We're gonna take it to the roots, and then we're gonna take it right onto the dance floor, the ballroom, just like it was back in in the Palladium days in New York City. We got wow. great dance floor. It's gonna be it's gonna be hot. You know, we got a great wow. great ensemble. We got a lot of great energy. It's a great you know. We're gonna we're gonna have fun. It's gonna be great. Everybody should come out, man. People out of town if they come in and in. Anybody in, coming in Philadelphia on a Thursday, it's going down at Broad and Fitzwater oh, yeah. at the Clef Club, and it's starting at 7 o'clock. So if you're coming into town for a business meeting on Friday, you can go out Thursday night. That's the place to go, the Clef Club. It's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be sending our, our brave reporters out there, you know, backstage to do some interviews and, and talk with people and see how they feel about nice, being able to nice. perform. And we'll be uh, broadcasting that on our radio show as well. So that will help you out. And, uh, of course, we have our website, which is at uh, www.minglezonenetwork.ning.com. And that is another place where you can find all the information and the scheduling of this show uh, throughout the entire series. We'll even post some videos that we'll, we'll try to get together. So you can see it live if you if you live in Nebraska or Vegas somewhere and you can't get to Philly, we're going to make sure that you get to, you know, participate some type of way by watching the video and, you know, Excellent. listening in on on the recording. So you might be just performing in Philly, but we're going to make sure that we help you get the word out nationwide. That's great. So uh, I had another piece by Pablo um, called, that somebody sent me called Tasty Cake. Can you tell me about that and why you call it Tasty Cake, Pablo? Because uh, it's a Philly thing, you know they only make tasty cakes in Philly. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they don't even make them here anymore. Thing. 
I think they're gone. I think. Oh, oh they're still around. They're still around. Okay. No, they're still popular. They didn't make it to the dollar store yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like you can't find tasty cakes anywhere. It's kind of like when you're on the road and you got a Jones with tasty cake, but you can't find them anywhere. I think tasty cake deserves its own song. So, yo, it's a cool thing. I should have got some money from them, actually. Was not, I got to call my, we need to call my lawyer, my publicist. Yeah, yeah, it's not too late. It's, not it's too a cool tune, though. I noticed that you were, you were advertising for them, so they, they should appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, right. If I come across any of those reps, I'll let them know. Yeah. <laughs> let me go and play that real quick for our listeners, and I know they're going to really enjoy it. And then we'll come back and talk with you guys some more about you know that the other things that you have planned, James. You mentioned something about an oldies concert too, so we're going to talk about that in okay. a couple minutes. So you, you guys want to get some order, or you know, go to the yeah. rest stop, and then probably probably want to come up with a song called Rest Stop. Uh oh. <laughs> I know you probably hit a few of those on tours. <laughs> yeah, I try not to. When <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and 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 play down my my song Tasty Cake. For my there
That was Taste Cake. I know that was a pretty long song. <laughs> it wasn't long. It wasn't long enough. I don't think it was long enough. <laughs> it was old school. You know, they, they didn't have to play. Track. You know, yeah. you know Pablo, I, who, who was the trumpet player on that track? That's, just out that of curiosity. That was you remember John Swana. Oh wow! Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 man, and but you know we did. I, I, I extended it a little bit because they just, you know, these are jazz players, and that's what I love about the whole combination of the genres is that, you know, man, it just creates such a beautiful bed for cats to blow over. You know, you know, it's just like a magic carpet ride. You know, and and, and that's I love the whole concept of of Latin jazz. That's why I'm so passionate about this series, and you know. That's what it is. That's why you know you can just you can hear it in the guys playing that they just want to keep playing on and on and on and you know and and you know and it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So now wow. where where once you get this started, where do you where do you want to take it from there? You know, because right now it's gonna be in Philly. Any plans on moving it? You know, outside of Philly. You know, doing maybe some kind of national tour or something like that. Always, there's always, there's always, there's always that in the future. You know. I mean, if it's hot enough and people pick it up, and it's all about getting it out there for people to see to pick up. You know, um, you know. I mean, right now we we're working with the Clef Club and we're trying to develop this and 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 make this a regular night. You know, but it is good to to expose other people, and that's what I've that's what I've made a living at for thirty years is going around the world, taking it to the people. That's what that's what that's what this whole thing is about for me. So I'm always down to take. Take the show up and then and 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 take it to other places, you know, and get you know get you know continue to to just create work for for really great musicians because there's you know there's a lot of really un, um, amazing Philadelphia musicians who it's an untapped resource that we got to get back together and it's you know it's all about moving it forward, you know, and, and getting people in there. If we can get people in and get a bunch of people and keep the series going on and then we can bring other other players from other countries or other other levels of players from even from, you know, um people from New York who are from Philadelphia like our, you know, Pablo Vasquez and we can get people like David Sanchez and Dave Valentine. There's a whole a whole a whole host of, you know, Freddie Hendricks who's down there and I mean there's Kim Warfield, a whole nother level of cats that we would love to bring up. We like to open this thing up to to the world, you know, bring them all on because I, I play with the world. I mean that's 
every everybody that I've worked with has been international from the get go. So my thing is, bring them on. I, you know, bring Angela Kujo over here. Bring 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 them all. Bring Sade over. We know she don't need a band. You know, bring them all over. You know, like, you know what I mean. We 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 can back up anybody in the world. I mean, that's what we do. You know? I totally I totally have, agree. Uh, we have uh, access to a lot of different uh, social networks that are basically people who admire jazz and just music as a whole. And what our plan is to do to help you with your promotion is to, you know, let pass the, this uh, this little portable blog talk radio player to all those sites so that, you know, you get more listeners and you get more people interested in being a part of it. And the more people you reach on that national level or worldwide level, the more people that will be requesting, you know, when are you guys coming here? And uh, if you have any other organization information, you know, like their websites or something like that, you know, in other, other states or whatever that you'd like to play in, just give us that information, you know, send it over to me, and we'll contact them and let them listen to the series as we record it, you know, and play it back for people. And that will also help you get out there and, you know, get more more listeners, more requests for you guys to be able to come out and do your do your stuff everywhere. You know, we can reach the international levels as well because, you know, the Internet is all over the world. So. That's what I'm talking Let's take it. Let's take it to the world. That's it. That's right. I got a passport. I got some pages left. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to James before about doing what I call a blogumentary, which since the blogging is the biggest thing out there now for, you know, people to communicate with everybody across the planet. And a blogumentary is similar to a documentary, only you'll be able to see it online, not on somebody's TV show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the plan is to do a little bit of film work of behind the scenes of the show. Cool. And then, you know, as I come, because I'll be there every week, <clears throat> just about every show, and I'll, you know, do my little blog and and put that in there along with the video part of it, because I'll have somebody videotaping some parts. And, you know, we'll try to get that mass advertised as well, have it on our websites and, you know, on the Internet. We'll, we'll even create a separate blog site for it so, you know, all the people can go directly there. And they can, you know, l- learn a little bit more about you and the other performers and the Clef Club and the series and your your goals to take it, you know, to further levels. So I think, uh, you know, I'm ready to get started if you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, we definitely ready. Oh, yeah. We're de- oh, yeah. we definitely ready. And we appreciate everything. Uh, you being a part of the same with us and, um you know, we grow together, and I think there is no uh, disguise the limit with this thing, man. We, we're just the, the beauty. I think the beauty of it also is that it's musicians being proactive about a situation. I mean, because there's there's not a lot of venues right now for musicians to uh, to function and, and and play in, and we're creating one. We, we're cre- creating something, and we'll be able to use. Uh, we'll be able to go through a lot of very that. excellent Thank musicians. That. Hold on. Yeah. So, no, so now, James, since I have you on um, to talk to me about, you know, everything you your guys putting together, tell me about the old school jam that you got planned well, later on uh, Mother's Day, I believe, or right before Mother's Day, right? Well, we're doing an old school dance party, uh, 70s style, 70s Philly style, you know, and uh, we're bringing in Grammy Award winning 
the tramps with the disco inferno thing, hold back the night, Zane, uh, where were you when the lights went out in New York City? Uh, where do we go from here? I guess I'm telling my age because I remember all of those, all of those songs. But <laughs> a very, um, a very, uh, it's going to be a very fun night, and that's going down May the ninth, May the ninth, Saturday, May the ninth. Um, there's going to be two shows. Um, the first, uh, I think the doors open at seven o'clock for the first show, and then ten o'clock for the second show. So um, we have guest DJs on that one, and you know we have drink uh, and food specials and everything that people need to have a good time. We have it. That's going to be a very exciting. I'm looking for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to okay. be a lot of fun. I also can send you some information on that to pass to the you know the people over the uh, the World Wide Web. You know, but continue so oh, people yeah. know. We, we want that information. We want to get the yes. word out. You know, because a lot of people are making plans already for Mother's Day. We want them to really enjoy it. You know, we can't go with the same old, same old every year. You just have mm-hmm. dinner, you look mm-hmm. at TV, watch a game or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. we need to do something and get you out there and shake it. So, right. you know, we'll, we'll be happy to to put that out for you. And then, you know, anytime you have any of the, the artists that are going to be there, maybe you can just send them this way so they can do an interview oh, with us most and definitely, to their most, old music most too. Most definitely. It would be my pleasure. I mean, this, and I think this type of thing is needed. I mean, we need to, every vehicle that we can use to to let the people know what's going on because so many people are like, oh, where can I go hear some good jazz or where can I go hear this? And I mean, all the time. So we need, as musicians, we need to take a, a proactive approach and try to help our own situations out, you know. And that starts with uh, media exposure. So, I mean, we, I really appreciate you being on board once again. And um, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. You know, oh, it definitely I'm is. I'm working with. So some now, are you that, are you playing with anybody else right now? Like, are you still performing? You know, other than the nights that with jazz series, are you are you performing anywhere else that we can start looking yes, for you? Yes, yes. I'm pretty. I'm primarily working the. Uh, locally, working with local uh, uh, wedding bands and corporate bands and things like that, uh, and doing a lot of freelance dates. I haven't been doing the James Dennis uh, group. I haven't been doing that yet, but I have. Um, I'm working on some music now, and um, sometime in the very near future, I'll be able to p- pursue that. But the things that musicians do to make a living and that's pretty much what I'm doing. This is what I do. I'm a full-time musician. I'm a part-time music teacher and um, I guess now part-time promoter, (laughs) full-time promoter, (laughs) production, you know, production assistant, get the coffee, whatever, whatever need to be done. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it in. I love music and I want to be able to, to stay in this business as long as there is music, so you know whatever it takes. Right. Music is eternal. They have to have to wear uh, <laughs> many different hats and, and do um, and do a lot of multitasking. So <clears throat> it's basically what I'm trying to make you know establish. Hey, uh, Pablo, um, uh, somebody asked a question. Um, what is your most memorable uh, performance with what artist? Oh, boy. Uh, I've had a couple good ones. 
You know, I mean, it depends because they're diff- different vibes. I mean, I really dug playing the Grammys. The first time I played there with, with Alicia, that was that was pretty amazing for me. Um, but the first time I played at the Blue Note with Grover was just like amazing. And then, and then I played at Carnegie Hall with Diane Reeves, and that was crazy. You know, so I mean, there are just to be able to do what I do and make money at it and have you know just do it at, at a high level. For me, it's been like each one is kind of special. And sometimes I'll do a little tiny little gig that no one even knows about. And it's just oh, so amazing. Like I did last week in, in some little club in New Hope. You know, it just just the guys got together and we just and it was just amazing. So it makes me realize that you know, like it, it's music. You know what I mean? It's music. It's just like just to be able to the gift to be able to go out there and play it with great players and make something happen. Um, but those are the I guess the the main ones. I guess. What are those like? Okay. I don't know. I don't know, man. This is like, <laughs> I'm, looking for, I'm looking for another you know. one. Tell her, tell her I don't know yet. I haven't gotten it yet. So <laughs> okay. That's the answer. That's what, I when haven't, you I haven't, do, just share it with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That, that, since, I'm still since searching. Since you had, you know, uh, <laughs> the opportunity to work with someone as great as Grover Washington when you first started and all, um, do you have any protégés that, you know, are kind of going under your wing now? Uh, that you you know want to bring out there as the like the next best thing. No, that's me, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the current best no, thing. No, no, but no. You know, no, you always got to carry your legacy on. So. No, no. I've been teaching. No, I actually have been teaching for years. I've been teaching oof, for, for 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 years and years. And I do have a whole school of people that have come from me, from my school of thought, from my school of how I play. And I have I have a kid right now. I've had you know I've had people who who were retired electrical engineers who were amazing studying with me, old men to little little tiny children at two years old. So, but the one I have a little guy now who's um he's not a little guy he's he's a teenager, tenth grader, but he's this guy is so he's a, you know yeah I have I you know there's another guy in town Jeremy Cohen who. Who I mentored, he's out there playing with a whole lot of people, you know, um, Bill Jolly, and he's just doing a bunch of gigs now because I mentored him into this thing. And um, this kid Nathaniel's going to probably go to Berkeley, you know, School of Music. I mean, he's just awesome, and he's been with me for about five or six years. And and there've been a whole bunch of other ones. I I don't remember them all, um, but you know, that's what I do when I'm home. You know, I you know I I, I and, and that's something worldwide that if if, if people have. If there anybody who wants to really study the, the the art or the history behind the Afro-Caribbean percussion um, and world percussion, because I you know I study them all, that's what I do as well. I teach, you know, I do clinics and I teach, you know, and um, and I'm always looking for students, always, because I mean I love what I do, so I teach anywhere, you know, it doesn't matter what you know. I've I've taught and and I've had about four or five students on this last tour contact me by email and just meet me. And you know, and and you know, so that's what I do too. Okay. How about you, James? Because I know you teach too. Do you have any proteges well, that you want to talk about in particular? Well, I, just to add to what Pablo was saying, um, I actually did a a big band gig uh, last week with one of his students. I did Shakur, a percussion percussionist Shakur. Mm. Um, and I mean. 
uh, uh, not just his, his playing, but him as a person, with being humble and being extremely focused on what he, where he wants to go and what he wants to do in music, was I mean most impressive, you know. And um, by the teaching that I'm doing down at the um, at at the Clef Club, I'm running. I'm just very impressed with this this new lot of uh, young musicians coming up in this city. It's very encouraging. You know, all they need is exposure, and when they get the exposure, I think, the you know, the world will be treated. You know, so I think um, some very, very wonderful things could be about to go down in, in the music industry. I think we have some very talented young musicians um, about to do their thing and put their thing down in a way that's interesting and different. Yeah, but they got to study, though. Oh, definitely. It's all about study, you know what I mean? No matter how you cut it, you know, no matter how you cut it, it's all about finding the James Dennis's, the Pablo Batistas, right. you know, the Clef Clubs, the the, the, the Amlas, the, you know, the places where people like what we do for a long time, you know, because I'm, I've been around for a long time, James, you've been around for a long time. You right. know, this is what we do, and this is how, this is, you know, it's proven that this is how you do it, to be able to be here as long as we have. And we teach, and you know, and it's 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 it's, it's but it, it takes work, and and there's no and there's and people shouldn't you know our our kids shouldn't be scared of doing a little work, you know. Right. All, all our kids should get ready to do some work, and, and and no makeup, no excuses, just get to work. Right, right, right. So um, these kids are um, today are coming up in a different era. I mean, Pablo, there was a time when when we, when we were young, we could cut on the radio. Even if we cut on R and B radio, we were listening to Great. Quincy Jones yeah, and Stevie Great. Wonder, and it's the just best stuff. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And um, you know, it's just a different era now. And kids that really want it really have to do. They have to dig and search and get into their history and ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Now they yeah, you're they're right. not greatly right. exposed to it the way we were, right? We you're were, right. You know, so. But however, I, I, however, they got a lot of good advantages here because there's a lot of great technology <clears throat> like what we're on right oh, now. Oh, definitely. And they exactly. can go and do the research, and and any kid that that does research, yes. they can find anything they want in this exactly. world. Exactly. You know, it's and that's what it's about, man. Yeah, yeah. studying. Yeah, yeah, you are so that's right. That's right, and, and anybody that you want to promote. You know, once they get out there, you just pass them on to us because, you know, we're here for you. And uh, we'd be happy to add any of their, their you know, music to our venue and uh, let the people hear it because, you know, without this this media, right. you know, sector, you can't really hear anything. They're not playing a lot of it on the mainstream. It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of overpopulated with, you know, like uh, rap and hip-hop and, and, you know, R&B. But sometimes I I have a hard time trying to find a station that just plays all jazz, you know, mostly during the day. They might have it on for a short period of time. But now that we have Block Talk Radio, you know, a lot of other stations will start playing more jazz because you can just tune into that, you know, especially when you can download it and and play it on your in your car or whatever. And right, right. I expect it to pretty much take over the you know the radio industry when it comes to flexibility you know, and convenience. And, right. of course, technology, I mean, you know, it sounds just as good on here as it does on on, the, on your radio and your car or your home. So I can't see that you guys 
you know, wouldn't be all over the place. I think it's going to overwhelm you at some point. <laughs> Once we are done with our advertising and promoting, I just hope you're all ready to carry it on. Oh, you talking to a road dog here? I got my pack. My bags are my bags are at my door. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> Come on with it, y'all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We um, music is music is our life. I mean, we we really love it, and I mean, we're in it for the lifelong. So, you know, but um, I can't. I can't stress it enough, man. This Latin Meets Jazz series is a thing. We're going to do everything that we can to let everyone know about it and and please participate in it and support it, you know. Then we can keep it going and, you know, it'll be a a fantastic plus. We have a caller on the line that has some questions um, to ask you guys. Caller? Hi, Please this is Nate. Yourself. Yes, hi, this Hello. is uh, Nesheba, and and I also have a host a show on Blog Talk Radio. But what I was calling about is, for one thing, you you guys' wealth of uh, knowledge and experience over the over the years. Have you also kind of, and I'm assuming you pretty much have, with your protégés, with your mentors, and any upcoming artists, begun to speak to them as to the newer means by which they can distribute their music or compose their music, like using software, uh, software composition, such as a Cakewalk or some of the other softwares out there, or some of the actual, like I believe Rolling has one, it's actually a music studio that's the size of a laptop, with some of the newer interventions on being able to more independently create their music and distribute it. Well, you want to go, go ahead, Pablo. I can, actually, I do, I, yeah, I can, I can, I can answer, how are you doing anyway? <laughs> Oh, um, pretty good. Love your music. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I actually do. I have one of my students, I mentioned his name, is Nathaniel. Nathaniel's like really, really a smart kid. So he has a Mac and he works, you know, he's, you know, the type of kid that's always exploring. You you have to be exploratory and, 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 and want to record your music. And, and that's the issues that's not one of the things that I specialize in. I specialize in, you know, you know, teaching Afro-Cuban or Afro-Caribbean percussion and so my thing is first be able to study the instrument and learn what I teach and then but he's a bright kid and does he does use technology. Now, in terms of me and and technology, I mean, yeah, all that stuff exists and it's and it's it's really important and people have to it's getting easier and easier to to be able to do that type of thing nowadays. You know, you can have a digital recorder in your hand and record and capture really great recordings, of performances. So, it's 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 technology is amazing. You know, it's an amazing thing. And and I think the better you get at it, the more advantages you have in life. You know, very true. So you primarily do your recordings in a studio. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, I got another call. Okay. And well, uh, Pablo, I understand that you you said you had um, some other engagement to attend to. Yes, I do. So we're going to let you go and yes, end do. our show with, uh, you know, last minute no. shout out to your presentation or you know something like that. Yeah. And then the viewers, the listeners are going to just hear some more of your music. Okay. So any last words? Tell us about you know anything you want to well, tell us about web 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 link or whatever. Yeah, no, I appreciate the opportunity. I think it's a great medium 
for um you know for 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 musicians like myself and James and and organizations like the Clef Club or Amla or you know to to get out there and and get you know people involved in live music. It's, I, I like to see live music. I, I I'm not a big just go see go to a club or go to a a situation where there's a DJ and and that's, I want to see my I want to see musicians play. You know I, I, that's that's what I'm about and that's like old school baby and thought. But we need to get back to that because with that thought, kids you know have to learn instruments and 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 more people have to study and get you know get involved and and the music is about people it's not it's not about you know uh, uh somebody playing a record all the time it's and and this is this is, gives an opportunity for not only for people to perform but two different genres to come together and i'm talking about the the, the event at on on april 23rd you know um uh latin meets jazz at the clef club and that it gives us Opportunities to see live musicians, but also um, enter interchange genres, um, cultural exchanges, and and and, it's, and that creates a whole nother, a whole nother, a whole nother um, phenomena that that is is really beautiful. It's you know the whole genre of Latin jazz, and and um, it's just going to be a really fun night. And, and you know I just want to invite everybody out. As many people can come out, support the evening. It's a, it's a series that occurs for like ten weeks, I guess, and then it's going to hopefully continue on. And um, and the more people and help and support that we get, like you guys helping us out, um, the the more likely we are to to make that occur. So I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. It was nice talking to you guys. Thanks for playing the music, and and I'm I'm ready to rock. So I'm I'm going to see you guys on April 23rd. I will be Very there, cool. and I thank you so much for being a part of our show, Pablo. You know, you keep doing what you do, and you Thank will you. be rewarded time and time again. Thank you. I have been, too. Thank you. Y'all take care. All right. Thank you. Peace. Hey, James, do you have any anything else that you want to share with us? Well, once again, I just want to thank you for your support. and. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was our guest, Pablo Batista, uh, well-known percussionist. And then James Dennison, we had a little bit of difficulty there with him completing his conversation, but he'll send us out some more information about the show. Uh, we'll be ready to promote it here and as well on our website at streetscribesconnect.name.com uh, as well as um Mingle Zone Network, and that's at www.minglezonenetwork.ning.com. And if you have any other questions, you know, we, we can also be found on the Jazz Network. Uh, that's jazznetwork.ning.com. And we're going to advertise the show everywhere. So if you see it, you know, pass it on, pass on the word, let everybody know about the show coming up so we can help these guys past the beauty of this type of music across the world. And uh, I want to play some more music uh, that's James' specialty. Um, we have a song called A Beautiful Day, and then we'll come back with some more Pablo Batista. And um, thanks again for coming to the show. Everybody have a great afternoon, and be sure to tell your friends to download the show if they missed it today and just play it and put it on their 
uh, iPods for some great music.
Wow, that was a beautiful day by uh, James Dennis and his band. And that was something that was really, really good. So I want to leave out the rest of the show uh, with some nice jazz that I've come across, you know, on the Internet as well as uh, replay a couple of uh, Pablo's music, uh, you know, since I had to cut it short so he can finish out his interview and uh, go on another engagement that he had. So, you know, we didn't want to hold them up. So uh, let me go put back some more Pablo on, and I want to thank everybody for listening, and I want to ask you to continue to share the beauty of jazz and music to your peers and your children, your friends, your family, everybody, and just tell them about, you know, our our upcoming events at the Philadelphia Clef Club for Jazz and Performing Arts located at 7th and Fritzwater and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and please be sure to come to the website so we can give you more information about where you can get tickets, um, cost for the tickets, and I'll even put a picture of the building up for you. You know, you can't miss it, and it's really cool at night because it has a neon sign on the side of it. And for those of you who live somewhere else and can't make it, just uh, stay tuned to Mingle Zone Network uh, Radio. We'll be bringing it to you live with our performers that will be participating in this jazz series, as well as some of the recording of the shows. And in that way, you'll still be able to listen to it. So, you know, we get the word out about this special project. Then uh, maybe we can help them get it to go at a more national level and possibly, you know, out of, outside of the United States. I know that they have a goal to do that worldwide. So, you know, we can do what we can to help them, and we will. So, Good afternoon, everybody. TGIF, it has been a pleasure. And we'll go ahead and just kill the rest of the afternoon, just laid back with our wine. And, you know, if you want to put some candles on this early in the day, you go right ahead. But you can always pull this player back up later and uh, play some music again, just, you know, something to chill with. Uh, Thanks, and have a good afternoon.